The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Experience the difference. Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. Unlock the power of your dreams. Welcome to Ask Dr. Dream with Kelly Sullivan Walden. Welcome to the Ask Dr. Dream show where you uncover the truth of your dreams and reveal the beauty of who you are. I'm your host, Kelly Sullivan Walden, a.k.a. Dr. Dream. So grateful to be with you here on Unity Online Radio. The number to call today if you have a question about your dreams or about your subconscious mind or about how you can learn to talk better to yourself so that you can change your mind and change your life, the number to call is 816-251-3555, 816-251-3555. And who doesn't need to talk better to themselves? So um, according to my guest today, we, we, we talk to ourselves all the time. And what we say to ourselves is often way more negative than we probably wish it were because That is affecting our subconscious mind and the outcome of our lives. So let me just actually, let's go. We got to do a little quick prayer and Nancy's going to pull a card and let's just do this quick little moment so we can just take a breath with me. Ah, Releasing and letting go of all the scrambling and all the getting here and any bit of stress or worry or hurry or flurry or anything blurry. Let it all go. And let's bring in with every brand new breath our connection to the infinite. Let's just wake up and become lucid and remember that we are at one with the one. We are at one with the sun. We are whole. We are complete. We are magnificent. We can be lucid in this dream that we're having right now. And remember that everything is happening, not to us, but for us on behalf of our greatest good. There's nowhere to get to. We are right where we're supposed to be. So breathe that in. Know that that is true. And know that the universe is conspiring on behalf of your greatest good. And the show that we are bringing you today is part of the universe's desire to help you learn how to talk better to yourself. So for this, I just say thank you. Thank you, Unity. Thank you, Louie. Thank you, Diane. Thank you, Jeff. Thank you, all the Unity folks. Thank you, Nancy T. for joining me. And um, hi, Nancy T. Hi, Kel. Hi, honey. So did you pick a card for us? I forgot to ask. Oh, I sure did. I sure did. And oh, it's quite okay. perfect with the with the goal because okay. this card is from the Awakened Dreamers deck and it's called High Vibe. Whew. Nice. Which you know, which ultimately if we start talking better to ourselves, we'll be working at a high, higher vibe, I'm guessing. And here's yeah. what the card says. Your core essence resonates at the level of the angels. When you awaken to this fact while keeping your tippy toes on the ground, you raise the vibration for yourself and everyone around you, closing the gap between heaven and earth. Keep it up. Oh, nice. Thanks for picking that. 
Very cool. Know, and by the way, card. those cards just came out. The Awakened Dreamer Oracle, Oracle cards are available now. For some reason, I thought they were they were going to wait till January, but they're available now. So if anyone wants mm-hmm. to get them, I say run, don't walk, or actually you're probably in front of your computer. So just let your fingers do the walking and go to Amazon. Okay, so let's, oh, I am so excited about our guest today. And I have to give a shout out to Deborah Jacobs. She's the one who introduced me. She introduces me to some of the most amazing people. Um, so C. James Jensen, <clears throat> and he's got Jim in quotes. He began his career as a salesman with Encyclopedia Britannica in his senior year of college. Within seven years, he'd become the international sales manager in charge of worldwide sales. At the age of 28, he became senior vice president and CEO of of great books of the Western world, a division of Encyclopedia Britannica. In his same, in that same year, Jim and his wife, Jerry, attended a four-day seminar that would have an incredible impact on their lives forever. As he's written about in his book, um, he ended up becoming very close to the person who led the seminar. He'll tell you, he'll tell us all about this and incorporating many of the principles that he learned that day and since then. And I'm so excited. So today, Jim provides executive coaching, consulting, and advisory services to emerging growth in mid-sized companies. He's an active member of the World Presidents Organization. He serves as a life director for the Institute of Noetic Sciences, and he's a member of the board of directors as well as the chairman of the executive committee of the board of Aspen Group. And he's just amazing, and we got to hear from him. So Jim, or James, or C., James Jensen, welcome to the show. Are you there? I am, Kelly, and any of those work, but most people don't. <laughs> Jim works. Oh, great. Well, thank you so much for joining us. So let's let's start unpacking your awesome book. Um, and let me just get this. Your book is entitled Expand the Power of Your Subconscious Mind. So tell us a little bit about your first meeting with this very influential man, Mr. Dr. Murphy. Tell us about that. Well, you did a nice job in your introduction. Thank you very much. And mm-hmm. it's my pleasure and it's a real honor to be on your show. I've, I've read a lot about you and we have a mutual friend in Deborah who just... Yes, we do. You. And so thank you for uh, inviting me to chat with your audience. Uh, mm-hmm. As you mentioned, I got a kind of a quick start in my business life. And <clears throat> a lot of times people would say, Jim, what do you you know, attribute to your success? The same year, by the way, that I was appointed in charge of worldwide sales. I was only 27 years old, and I was featured on the cover story of Fortune magazine. And people would say, what do you attribute to your success? And I would just use adjectives, but in hindsight, nothing that could really help them. I'd say, well, you know, I'm very enthusiastic. I've got a great attitude. You know, I work hard. I only think positively, blah, blah, blah. And in hindsight, nothing that I thought would ever you know, really have an impact on the person asking the question. But when we were living in Australia, our friends from Seattle kept saying, when you get back to the United States, you've got to go through this four-day seminar called Omega. And when we came back to Chicago after two years of living in Sydney, Australia, my wife and I flew from Chicago to San Diego and attended this four-day seminar called Omega, taught by its 
founder and owner, uh, John Boyle was his name. And for the first time, I really understood the principles and the mechanics of performance and felt like I had a vocabulary and toolkit that I could share with others. Uh, I, I was just so stunned. And <laughs> at and at the ripe old age of 27, I went up to the owner of the seminar, John Boyle, at the end of the four days and affectionately poked him on the chest. And I said, John, I said, someday I'm going to teach your seminar and someday I'm going to own, own your company. And he kind of rolled his eyes up and he didn't say this, but I'm sure he was thinking, yeah, right, kid. But those things came to pass. And the whole time that I was learning to teach the seminar, I used to say to John Boyle, where did you learn all this material? And all he said was he studied with a gentleman by the name of Joseph Murphy. Well, for the Internet, I couldn't Google Joseph Murphy. It would have been nice if he told me he'd written a book in 1963, but... I didn't know any of this, and it wasn't until 2004 or five we were living in Santa Fe, New Mexico, and a gentleman that worked with me came into my office. He said, Jim, I've heard you speak. I think you might like this book. He puts it on my desk. It's called The Power of Your Subconscious Mind by Joseph Murphy. I thought, oh, my God, you know, could this be the same Joseph Murphy? And it was. And uh, there's been so much additional work in this field since then, because he wrote this book in 1963. He passed in 1981. But, <clears throat> but there's so many current thinkers, and you mentioned the Institute of Noetic Sciences and mm-hmm. so many other sources that have advanced this field of study that we felt it was an opportunity to bring Dr. Murphy's work into the 21st century. Thus, the title, Expand, mm. of their subconscious mind. But... Mm first part of the book is the complete text of Dr. Murphy's original book, The Power of Your Subconscious Mind. And then part two is where we add uh, the different teachings and advancements that have happened in this field since he wrote his book, thus the title, Expand the Power of Your Subconscious Mind. Wonderful. Thank you. So I know in your in your book, you talk about all the ways like the the number like 50,000 thoughts a day that we have. And, and I like the way you you talk about the difference between the conscious and the subconscious mind, not as separate beings. But can you talk about how you see the conscious and subconscious mind and what we can do to fix these thoughts (laughs) that we have that are mostly negative about ourselves? Okay. Well, the conscious mind is that part of us that wakes up in the morning and thinks and talks and, you know, goes about instructing, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that, I need to, blah, blah, blah. you know, and, and that's mm-hmm. the area of the mind. And at night when we go to sleep, that shuts down. Um, but everybody understands the conscious part of our being. The subconscious is so much more than what even today is taught in our schools. And it just uh, it's, it's an opportunity for us to share this information with your audience because this is not taught in our schools today. Most of the content that we receive is that the subconscious handles our bodily functions. It grows our hair, it grows our nails, it digests our food, it heals a wound. But 
here's the most critical thing I want your audience to hear. The subconscious is also a servo mechanism that works 24-7 carrying out the orders given to it by the conscious area of the mind. It's totally non-judgmental, so it will work just as hard to achieve a negative input. You know, why is it I always get so nervous when I get in front of an audience to speak? Hey, we got it, boss. We'll make sure you do. You'll screw up. You know, we'll take mm. care of that. Mm. The, the analogy that Joseph Murphy used in his book, he says, visualize an ocean liner going across the sea, and the conscious area of the mind would be like the captain up in the helm of the ship, barking out signals to the crew, full speed ahead, port starboard, 10 degrees north, whatever. And the crew is like the subconscious down in the hold of the ship below the water level, can't even see where the ship is going. But they simply respond, aye, aye, sir, carrying out the orders given to it by the captain, i.e. the conscious area of the mind, not minding whether they run the ship into the rocks, hit another vessel, or get it safely to its destination. So we have this incredibly powerful tool that works on our behalf 24-7, carrying out the instructions that we give it. So you mentioned this in the introduction. We just have an opportunity to increase our awareness of what we're saying to ourselves. Uh, we talk to ourselves all day long at the rate of 150 to 300 words a minute, and as you said, over 50,000 thoughts a day. So your audience now are listening to what we're talking about. They're probably thinking about what they're doing this evening. What are they going to do for Thanksgiving? And, you know, all mm. these thoughts just constantly go through our mind. Once we become more aware of that, we can make positive changes if we want to about certain things in our, you know, our makeup. Uh, and that's where we get into the discussion in the book of how to properly use affirmations. Ooh. Because we, we can give instructions to the subconscious of goals that we want to achieve. And we language those in the first person present tense as though they have already occurred. I've had people say to me, well, affirmations, you know, I've tried them. They just don't mm -hmm. work for me. And I say, well, tell me, you know, what you do. And I had one person say, well, I wanted to lose 20 pounds. And I just kept saying, I'm not overweight. I'm not overweight. I'm not overweight. <laughs> and, and I said, is that it? I mean, the whole picture there is overweight. Mm. So I, ironically, I did have, there's three steps in using affirmations, which I'll quickly share with our audience. One is you create a statement of fact or belief in the first person present tense as though it has already occurred. Then two, you get a mental image of what that would look like uh, and will look like when achieved. And then three is the feeling inside mm -hmm. of the pleasure and the enjoyment of having done that. I'll give you an example. I actually did at one point, have a goal to lose 25 pounds. I guess I'd been maybe overeating, not exercising. I don't know what, but the my friendly physician said, Jim, you know, uh, it, it'd really be great if you lost about 25 pounds. And I saw the wisdom in that. And so then I transferred that to the desire that I'm going to lose 25 pounds. So my affirmation was, I weighed 225 at that time. I was going to go to 200 pounds. But my affirmation was, 
I look good and feel good at 200 pounds. Not I'm going Mm. to. I look good and feel good at 200 pounds. That was the language, the affirmation. Now, the visualization, I would see myself walking in to my office in my new suit, and my employees would say, Jim, you look so great since you've lost all that weight. And then three, the feeling I had having, you know, accomplished that. So uh, this, again, is all in the book. I won't take more time, but I think those are the essential things, you know, to your audience. Mm. I'm more aware of what you're saying to yourself and and uh, and not only what you're saying to yourself, but what you're saying to your children. Right. Incredibly powerful toolkit uh, for relationships, parenting, teaching, coaching, our physical mm. health for all parts of our being. And, and, and uh, I'm not the creator of this material. I think, you know, I've helped uh, add to it by other brilliant people and their contributions. But thank you, Dr. Murphy, for making this information available to all of us that choose to want to continue to grow in a very positive direction. Right. Well, thank you for expanding the work. And I think this is so it's so interesting. I was just talking to Nancy T, who might be giggling back there. We were talking about how the value of of loving ourselves, being kind to ourselves. And I happened to just recently have a dream that I was in jail. And I and and so it's like, wow, I really like it was kind of this, I, I would call it a venting dream, venting out all of the things, all of the places where I'm unkind to myself. So to me, if I, if I notice something negative, tell me if, if this, like how, how you would work this. If I notice that I'm thinking in a, in a, un, a disempowering way, I will say it, oh, this happened in the past, or this, this is, this is what I do. Oh wait, in the past. And then follow it with a, kind of what now what I'm doing. So in, because in, on this show, we like to talk about dreams and some of the dreams, some of the most easily remembered dreams are the ones that really get us adrenalized and those can sometimes not be the f- dreams. Although right now we're all affirming that we're remembering with excellent dream recall, really positive dreams. But how would you phrase that if you were, if you had a dream or a thought that was disempowering, but you wanted to be honest about it, and then move it to the past. What would you do? Well, uh, you know, this is part of the human condition. Uh, even though we intellectually learn this information and develop a new toolkit, it doesn't mean that from time to time we don't make statements that describe ourselves in a way that we really don't want to be. Uh, you know, I might say, "Gosh, why could I just have? Why do I not? I'm not able to easily uh, remember names." Mm-hmm. And they go, wait a minute, time out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> out. I didn't to be able to remember names well, but now my memory has just gotten better and better. And one of the things that I remember so well are names. Mm. Program, but just think of a computer. Data mm-hmm. is that we reprogram that computer with new data. And the so there's five basic affirmations that we recommend everybody use, but the first two are, I love myself unconditionally. Mm, that's great. And just block, I, 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 there's no yeah, but what about 
Time out. <laughs> I love myself love unconditionally myself if. Unconditionally, okay? <laughs> Period. Right. So Period. Go bug somebody else. Go help somebody else by uh, telling them how mean they are to people. I don't need to hear that anymore. Period, okay? Mm. Love myself unconditionally. And then the second one is I have unconditional warm regards for all people at all times. Now, all is used for emphasis. Certainly, it would be difficult to have warm regards for a mass murder or something, but uh, that's not what we're talking about here. And, and so it just programs the subconscious to look for the wonderful traits in those mm-hmm. interact with, and rather than searching for, gosh, what are the things that's wrong with this? Oh, I know, you, you, da, 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 you know, that, that's not what we need to do. Right. It's a, it's a realistic toolkit. It's not uh, designed to, I mean, we live in a physical world. We live, you know, in a world with other people and things, and it's wonderful. But you have so mastered all of this, and this is what you need. And, and, uh, and, it, and we know it works or we wouldn't be on this program together. Well, I'm just going to say yes to that. Okay, so give us the other five, and then I have a special um, a special thing I want to bring out. So we've got, I love myself unconditionally. I have unconditionally warm regards for all people at all times. And then what are the other three? Because we're hanging on here. Well, <laughs> uh, I have excellent health, Ooh. mental, physical well-being. Uh, so that we just make sure we're reinforcing that. Mm. Um, and, I, I, you know, I could go into the detail of 20 of these. Uh, okay. But, but, but the, really the, the first two are the most critical. Mm, that's great. And, yeah, the book goes into this in detail. And yes. I will, say, that... I will say that there is another component <clears throat> that is not taught in our schools. And that is the third area of the mind, which is the supra, not mm. supra, supra conscious area of the mind. Okay. Go ahead. Let, let's talk about that in just a moment. I just want to let people know if they're just joining us, we're talking to C. James Jensen, and his book is Expand the Power of Your Subconscious Mind. And just for fun, one of my dear friends, Luke from the band Luke and the Lovington, Luke and the Lovingtons, he runs the Goodness Tour, thegoodnesstour.org, by the way. And he just wrote this awesome song called You Better Talk Better. Louie, can you just play a, I don't know, like a minute of this song so we can hear it? And we're, we're, this is, this is for you, James. Let's see what you think. in my head serving up box in bed it joins the choir singing in the pews of my mind the scene of the crime without that tenderness I remember was from my dad he said son here's the fact sometimes we're not the best left alone too long detached we can get ourselves into bad places in our head Talk better, you better talk better 
That's Luke and the Lovingtons. That's Luke with spelled L-U-C and the Lovingtons. You can go to LukeandTheLovingtons.com to find out more about them or thegoodnesstour.org. And I just get the chills with that song. Isn't that good, James? I Isn't love that a song that. that you would have written? <laughs> you got me dancing by myself. That was, you know, if you could send me the link to what we just, what you just played, I would love it. That was really good. I will. I will. Nancy, what did you think? You've heard, already heard oh. that song, right? You know, I don't think this is one of his that I've heard. So I'm so excited. I love that song. I was singing right along and harmonizing. <laughs> Luckily, my mic was off, but yeah. It's, <laughs> it's so catchy. Nancy and, I, Nancy and I were dancing with each other. So. We really were. We were, Jim. It was a Thank good time. Thank you for the introduction. <laughs> oh, that's so fun. It's so catchy. I hear myself saying this, like singing it to myself. You better, you better, you better. I mean, so it's just a good, I think sometimes we need a little better mantra. to yourself. It's so, it's yeah. so, what a message. Wow. Isn't that great? And this, this by the Perfect. way, isn't a song that's released officially yet. So we just got a little sneak preview of one of Luke's new songs. So we're very lucky. Luke is very private about letting songs out before they're done. That song isn't done yet, according to Luke. I think it sounds pretty awesome. But anyway, so you were about to tell us about the Supra Conscious. Actually, we have just a minute before we go to break. So can we save it for the other side of the break? James Jensen, will you stay with us? Um, for a few minutes on the other side? Yes, yes. Awesome. So his website, James Jensen's website, is C, the letter C, James Jensen. That's J-E-N-S-E-N.com. You can find him on Facebook. It's C, James Jensen Author. Or LinkedIn is C-James-Jensen. And his book is Expand the Power of Your Subconscious Mind. We're going to find out about the supraconscious on the other side of this break. So don't go anywhere. And we'll talk about your dreams, too. We'll be right back. We're glad you found us. This is Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. Dream interpretation and a lot more. Welcome back to Ask Dr. Dream with Kelly Sullivan Walden. Welcome back to the Ask Dr. Dream show. I'm Kelly Sullivan Walden, a.k.a. Dr. Dream. And okay, we've been having a very juicy conversation and learning all about how we got to talk better to ourselves. And we 
we have the super conscious that we're going to talk about. And also we've got your dreams. If you have dreams and you want to, you want to call in, or you have a question about your subconscious mind or how to talk better to yourself. The number to call is 816-251-3555. And then I've got another musical guest that we'll, I'll be bringing on in just a few moments. My friend, Filippo Franchini, his album just came out. So this is like a full, full show today. So James, tell us a little bit about the super conscious. Let's just get a little bit of that cooking. Okay. Well, uh, again, let's think of three areas of the mind, the conscious, the subconscious, which we've pretty well covered, and now the third area, which is the supraconscious. And mm-hmm. the supra beyond consciousness, and it's the ability to connect ourselves with virtually all knowledge and information in the world, in the universe. I mean, mm. you in your work and uh, so it's very and the toolkit that we give to use this is a toolkit designed to help solve problems so for most problems and there's five total steps if we want to use the superconscious but the first three are what work for 90-95% of our problems we identify and clearly define what the problem is We then identify possible solutions that we can think about, read, read, you know, whatever. These are the possible solutions. And then with with the subconscious, we go about trying to solve that problem. And probably 90 to 95% of our little daily problems we solve by those three steps. Now, when we find ourselves repeating possible solutions that don't really work it's not what we're looking for. But we keep thinking and we're really, we, you know, I've kind of been thinking about this for several days. You know, okay, fine. It's time to turn it over to the supraconscious. Mm. Or, and the way that we turn it over is we say to the supraconscious, I've been working on this particular problem. I'd like to have you get the full, proper, complete answer for me. And here's the problem or the thing that we're working on. It could just be the need for a solution. It doesn't have to be a problem, just some information we're searching for. But we articulate it very clearly that this is the information that I'm seeking. And then here's step five, which is so important. We get busy doing something else, and we don't take mm. the problem back because the supraconscious cannot effectively compute on something when the conscious mind is occupied thinking about that. And Mm. I'll tell you a a story. When we were living in Portland, Oregon, I was president of a company, and we were kind of stumbling around trying to find a solution to a particular marketing problem. And I gathered the five or six senior marketing people in our company to meet me in my office on a Friday afternoon. I brought in our corporate, we called them secretaries in those days, and Mm -hmm. Take minutes and notes on what we're going to discuss. And we went through all this, and we were still kind of stymied. I said, look, here's what we're going to do, because all these people had been through this same teaching. I said, it's time that we turn this over to the superconscious. Mm, At 10 o'clock Monday morning in this office, and we'll have the complete, perfect solution. You all agree to that? Yeah, we, we agree. Okay. So turn it over, assign it to the superconscious. Don't think about it over the weekend. 
but the perfect solution will come to us or one of us as a group. We met at 10 o'clock in the morning. I said, okay, what's the perfect solution to this really important marketing issue that we've been dealing with? And little Kathy Hornsby, our (laughs) assistant, uh, today we'd call her an executive assistant, but our corporate Mm -hmm. secretary said, you know, Jim, I just have to share with the group. I was working in the garden over the Mm. week. Idea just came to me. Is there any reason we couldn't do? And she goes, number one, number two, number three, number four, number five. Mm. And the eyes on these marketing geniuses, you know, including myself, got bigger and bigger and bigger. And we said, oh, my God. She nailed it. Perfect. That's the perfect solution. Mm. uh, We've all had that. You know, now. Mm It's it's think that we're doing something leisurely. We've been working, but we're not thinking about the problem. We're going for a walk. We're riding our bike. We're doing, and all yes. of a sudden, we get this blinding flash of the obvious that just comes yeah. out of the blue. And we usually say to ourselves, "Why didn't I think of that? Like, why didn't I think of that? <laughs> well, who did if you didn't?" And it comes from the superconscious. Now, here's something that Let's... every one of your listeners has probably had this experience. Let's say that we're going out of town tomorrow morning. We have an early morning flight. We normally get up at 6 in the morning, but tomorrow we've got to get up at 4 a.m. And it's so important that we mm-hmm. take this flight and don't miss our flight. Now, we don't necessarily go to bed earlier. We probably go to bed later. We're doing last-minute packing, this, that, and so on. So I set the alarm for 4 a.m. Then I call the person that I'm traveling with, and I say, Kelly, would you please call me at 4 in the morning just to make – Sure, I'm awake. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm Okay, now we go to bed. We're sound asleep. I mean, we are. We we awake with a start, mm-hmm. and the room's quiet. It's dark, and we roll over to look at the alarm clock as the minute hand is going from three fifty nine to four. Then zzz, the alarm goes off. Yeah, phone the phone. But what woke us up? The superconscious. Yep. And I'm guessing superconscious. The superconscious. I'm guessing there's. Nobody listening to this program that hasn't had that experience. And I love it. At night, that's why at night, I mean, I've heard of authors that say, okay, I need the next chapter for my book mm. in the morning, and they turn it over to the supraconscious. So they, don't, they, so... they, they let go of thinking about it. They just say, please give me the next chapter first thing in the morning. They wake up, they grab their notepad, and their hands work run almost quicker than they could write. And right. They're true. In there, it's an entirety. Robert Louis Stevenson said this is what he used to do in writing books. And, so if you're uh, just joining us, I'm just going to, I just need to let people know we're talking to James, C. James or Jim Jensen. His book is Expand the Power of Your Subconscious Mind. And I think sometimes when we listen to music, like say we set a intention, then we can kind of get lost in some meditative music that can be helpful. I have invited my friend Filippo Franchini to join us. He's the AKA the musical alchemist. Filippo, are you there? I am definitely here. <laughs> are you all here? I, I get the feeling that you're all here. Are you calling in from Italy or from, from Santa Barbara? I'm in Santa Barbara now. I got back oh. about, uh, almost a month ago from Italy. Yeah. 
Oh my heavens. Okay, so I want everyone to know that this this guy, Filippo Franchini, is magic and you're in the presence of a magical guy. Also Jim's Jen Jensen, of course, is also magical and so is Nancy T. But Filippo Franchini is one of those people that when you meet him, your life changes and everything starts changing for the better. So take that as an affirmation. And Filippo is also, he's somebody who creates amazing music that can alter. He, he doesn't just make music because it sounds good. He also has a sense of, of the brain and brain chemistry and how to put your brain in the right state of mind to feel really good. And he really knows his stuff. He's got his chops. I was with him a few years ago in Spain in Vejer de la Frontera with Dana Walden, my husband, who helped produce this album that just came out. Filippo, can you just tell us a little bit about La Serena? La Serena is um, a dream because I'm going to speak in those terms. You love dreams. Mm -hmm. In my in my mind, in, in my heart, um, to have another musical journey that would take me through the Mediterranean, the the Middle East, the um, the the high desert plateaus, and and uh, and down into the ocean. And and this dream uh, came about uh, over a period of almost six years. It took to finish this album, and you were part of the dream, as you just said. And this amazing journey that we took to Spain, uh, your husband, uh, Dana, who is a dear friend of mine and an amazing composer, musician in his own right, and has been the producer of most of my CDs. I'm so happy to uh, have him as as a friend and as a musical collaborator. So there we, we all were in Spain, uh, soaking up the the amazing energy of uh, Andalusia with its um, um, beautiful flamenco heritage and uh, amazing dancing and everything was pretty amazing. <laughs> so thanks for being part of the dream. It finally mm. uh, at the end of, uh, well, actually in, in April of, of this year, it, it fully came to completion and I had to be patient but it mm. was the wait I so love the picture of you. If you, if everyone goes to philippomusic.com, it's P-H-I-L-I-P-P-O music.com. There's a picture of Filippo with his guitar and what's behind him is this like castle walls from the head. And, and what people don't know is during that photo shoot, myself and our friend Deborah Berger and some other, we had our dresses, we were all dancing wildly all around Filippo. We created quite a scene. So we've got Filippo smiling, but you don't really know what he's smiling about. But it's it's the music, and it's also the wild women that go completely um, off their rocker when when Filippo starts to play. So we have a little bit of one of your songs that's called El Sueño, which means the dream. And so let's what I, what I want to do is invite everybody while you're listening to this because it's very meditative and dreamy and magical. While you're listening, of course, just listen and go into the vibe. But I want you to call to mind your best dream, either a dream where you were 
actually in the dream state or dream even something like a goal that you have for your life in this in your waking reality and see how this music helps to amplify that so um let's hear a few minutes oh and Filippo, tell people how they can get the music because some people might not wait till they're finished listening before they want to find yeah. out where to go where can they get yeah. your music on on all the um streaming you know platforms itunes uh um, Spotify, Pandora, um, what else did I Google Play, Amazon, Spotify. I listen to you on Spotify. La Sirena, it's S-I-R-E-N-A. It means like the siren or the mermaid. La Sirena. Yeah. Okay, everyone. So get your dreams on, put your seatbelts on, put your arms and hands in the air. And Louie, let's hear a little bit of El Sueño. <laughs> This is the musical alchemist. His website is filippomusic.com. That's P-H-I-L-I-P-P-O music.com. And that song was El Sueño, The Dream. Filippo, I feel so dreamy. It's so wonderful connecting with you. I'm so proud of you. Congratulations on the release of this awesome album. Thank you. And remember, there's a there's a video of that song. <laughs> That, that has your lovely presence in it. 
<laughs> so, okay, here's the deal. Filippo has it. If you go to Filippo, his website, you'll find a link that takes you to his YouTube channel. And on his YouTube channel, you can find the video for El Sueño. And there, there's a scene where there may or may not be three semi-undressed um, ladies frolicking in the ocean and one of them may or may not be me <laughs> you may or may not be able to see um i don't know aspects of my body that most people don't have never seen before so i'm just saying <laughs> in, the, in the service of art in the service of art it's very blurry there's lots of things going on but you know anyway just thought you should know <laughs> i can't believe <laughs> it's a beautiful video you know just you know porno <laughs> it's amazing anyway it's very artistic we'll put it that way and you get to visit Vejer de la Frontera. You get to see Felipe walking through the city at this magical place that one of these days, Dana and I, and hopefully Filippo and his beautiful bride, Daniela, will be, we'll all be back there again one of these days. So Filippo, thanks for joining us. It was magical having you. Thank you so much. Blessings and everybody stay safe and, and uh, hug your kitties if you don't have anyone else to hug. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Or just listen to La Serena and that'll make you feel better. Listen to it as you sleep. Sweet dreams, Filippo. Okay. Thank you. All right. So, Denise, you've been patiently waiting. I'm going to pull you out. We've got Denise the Dreamer. Dreaming Denise is what we now call her. And we always, like, no show would be complete without getting to hear at least a, a minute or two of one of Denise's dreams. And, James, if you're open to it, we'd love to have you weigh in. I'm sorry. I'm going to call you Jim. You asked to be called Jim. Um, so, Denise, take it away. Do you have a dream for us? Um, oh, of course. Or do you have a question for Jim about how to talk better to yourself? Well, I think maybe the dream might give um, – I'm curious what he says uh, about the dream. Oh, great. Um, yeah, I pick my dreams according to your people, and I have a, a one. Um, I was on a, a boat. Oh. On a boat. It was Navy. I think it was Navy. I, 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 was, in the, I was in the service. And somebody decides that they're going to kind of play a trick and dangle me <clears throat> over the water. Unfortunately, yeah, but he dropped me. <gasps> but when I go under, oh, it's it's no, oh, it gets it's good. He drops me, but when I go under, I go obviously I go down. But I, I don't have as I go down, I'm thinking, oh my god, all I got to do is get to the bottom and then push mm. my way back up like you do when you're a child and you're swimming in a pool. But mm. of course, this is a big river. So anyway, mm. when I go down, as I'm coming back up. I'm slowing up because I realize I'm submerged in this water, and I am feeling it. I'm looking at the fish to my left and to my right. Whatever's, under, whatever's in that water, it just becomes – I never really thought I was drowning anyway. Mm -hmm. But the bottom line is I was immersed in the water and going back up to get back to the top, just to my left and my right, I, I, I realize the fish and, and the water, and I find myself feeling good. Then when I get back to the top, somebody pulls me up from the boat. And if I know me, the dream didn't do this. But if I know me, I probably cussed the person out and said, why did you throw me in there? But I, <laughs> but I, but I, didn't, 
I didn't do that. But, um, yeah, they pulled me back up, and it was apologetic. We didn't mean to. And I didn't even get mad because I was like, I just experienced something that y'all will never even understand. That's it. Oh, wow. Okay, I'm going to throw in really quickly, and then um, I'll have Nancy and Jim weigh in. My first thought is, if it were my dream, if I was dangling over the edge, I, th- to me this feels like at first like a worst case scenario, being being tricked, being having somebody throw me overboard, like m- like kind of the ultimate abandonment, and then I'm going down. So it feels like everything is is going south. But what I love yeah. is that just like in a dream, it gets to play it the whole thing out. Like, wait a second, if we don't get so scared about the the worst thing happening, we realize the worst thing isn't so bad. It's like the ocean is my friend and, and I can make it to, I can probably make it even if I get to the bottom, I can push myself up. But to me, the ocean is like the, the water element is the feminine, it's creativity, it's the dream world and realizing I'm at one here. I'm safe here. This is, this is another part of my own habitat. I'm not drowning. I'm going to be fine. So there's nothing for me to be afraid of. I So I often notice the relationship people have with water. Sometimes it's adversarial. Sometimes it's friendly. And I feel like this dream starts off with a fear, but then it becomes like, oh, I can do this. I'm fine. So ultimately, to me, it feels like if it were my dream, it would leave me feeling kind of fearless and kind of like... No one can hurt me, and I'm. And no, even if the worst thing happens, I end up having a magical, magical time. Okay, Nancy, weigh in, honey. Yeah. What you got? Okay. <laughs> so I guess what I would say is, you know, when you talked about you get you go, you know, tricked and over, you go over the board, overboard, and you're going down. That there was this part of you, this childlike part of you, that said, you know, it's like when you're when you're in the water mm. and you you want to touch bottom, you want to go to bottom, and you know mm. you'll come up. And that felt mm. like, you know, you know, in life how we say, oh, I hit rock bottom, but you, there's only one place to go is up. And you already recognized that before. So it, I loved the fact that there didn't seem to be any moment of panic. You might have been a little perturbed, like what the heck, but there was no panic. And when you started to rise up was when you noticed all the beauty in the world, everything around Mm -hmm. you, and that Mm -hmm. you were having a magnificent experience. So Mm -hmm. it just, to me, it just is symbolic of how your mind works, how your subconscious doesn't really go to that bad place so easily. It's more looking for the the good, where am I going to rise up? And I just think it's beautiful. Oh, I wonder what kind of affirmation Jim can help you discover out of this. So, Jim, what are you getting from this dream, and what would you have to say to Denise? Well, uh, I happen to be looking at the video uh, right now. <laughs> I mean, in the water. Did you not notice? The, did you not notice the fellow swimming toward you? <laughs> no, that was my husband way back oh, on no, the shore, was, zooming that, in. That we're talking about dreams. And that is me. That is me swimming toward you. Oh, my God. I recognize you. I see you now. Yeah. What are you doing? Well, it's what I'm going to do. But uh, it's, it's, it's just a dream. It's, just a dream. <laughs> it's all fun and games in a dream. We can get away with all manner of things in dreams. Okay. <laughs> so anything to Denise that you'd like to say to her about how you would? How you would interpret her dream or how what kind of 
positive affirmation you might derive from this dream? You know, it's just the uh, visualization is mm. such an important tool. And that's why when we do affirmations, the second step is to see mm. the condition that we are affirming oh. for ourselves. Oh. And uh, this whole program and your guests are very, very gifted and strong in their capacity to oh. visualize. And yes. I think we ought to, and, and you probably are the best one to provide the summary of that, but to the mm-hmm. audience, uh, reading, just reading text and just looking at the words is very linear. Mm-hmm. But the, the critical part is what, you know, the, the mind and the subconscious and the superconscious record the visions that we create. And if the vision mm. is, you know, I, I don't like this person, I don't like this thing over here, and we usually have a vision of that, and that records right you know, in our subconscious. So what I like about this show and the guests that you've invited on is that they are very, very, very strong visionaries. Mm. And I think uh, your audience might benefit from your summary or that of your guests of the power of creative visualization. Oh, I think in a nutshell, thank you, Jane. This is, by the way, the one that you just heard. That is C. James Jensen, author of Expand the Power of Your Subconscious Mind. And my, I think my final thought on this dream is, is I would imagine, is if this were my dream, I would envision that the that the ocean is my friend, even if I fall oh. in, even if it wasn't what I was expecting. I think sometimes oh. whenever there's falling, there's the belief that there are even falling spirits that are calling us into our depth so that when we emerge, we emerge with this deeper, stronger sense of ourselves. Oh. So I hope all of us can take this. Denise, thank you so much for sharing this no, dream. Thank you. And, and thank, thank you, you so much. Yes, and thank you, James Jensen, and thank you, Nancy Telzero, and and Filippo Franchini, and Luke Renault. This has been such a fabulous show. Thank you so much, and until we meet again, don't take your dreams lying down. Thank you for listening. This is Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Do you have an online course or an event or a book you'd like to promote? We've got the right audience for you. Our listeners love content like the show you just heard. You can reach our engaged audiences by advertising right here on mindbodyspirit.fm, the podcast network, in shows about wellness, self-care, spirituality, angels, and more. Contact info at mindbodyspirit.fm.